Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. What up, what up? We are back. Fantasy news today. If it's your first time here, make sure you hop over to YouTube and subscribe on my channel, Fantasy Football Hustlers channel, and then make sure you subscribe to my man Bogart Scott Free's channel, the GMM Network. Shout out to everyone who is on Facebook to start the stream. What up, Bogart? Hey, man. How you doing, my brother? Doing good. Ready for this? Well, I guess I'm not ready for this Thursday game as of yet, but I'm always ready for some football. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I woke up this morning. I didn't know if I was even ready for life after <laughs> after last night. I, I had a nice little uh, a little party uh, uh, after the show. And uh, man, great show, by the way, man. I'm having I'm thoroughly enjoying this. What if series that we're doing, man? Oh, yeah. So if you guys don't know what he's talking about every Wednesday, 930 Eastern, 630 Pacific, we do the real fantasy playmakers and we're doing a what if series throughout the fantasy season. It's been amazing so far. That was episode two of the What If series, but go backwards and go check out the episodes because super dope, especially the one that was uh, on last night. How many people we have on last night? It was about four extra guests. Yeah, we had, we had like a panel of, uh, I think we had like six, six of us uh, total at one point. Uh, yeah. man, but, you know, some oldies, but some goodies. You know what I mean? It was kind of, kind of like a little makeshift reunion, man. Shout out to... Uh, J Love and, and Peacock, um, and uh, and shout out to my man Dennis and Schven, man. You know what I mean for coming through. Yeah. All great, all great guys in the industry. Everybody, be sure to check all them out. You know what I mean? Yeah, the whole Love crew, it. the whole crew. And then I'm gonna throw in the YouTube link. So if anyone is watching on Facebook and you want to come support on YouTube, the link is in the description. Appreciate you guys. And first thing of news that we got, Dalvin Cook not practicing for the second straight day. Oh, hold on. Before we get into that, primetime Steven, what up, bro? We got the we got the yeah. question and answer session coming in a couple hours, so make sure you hop on that. Shout out to the Patreon crew. 
And shout out to Flavish coming all the way from Norway, international yeah. stream. Oh, yeah. Hey, Norway, give me money. <laughs> yeah. JC Money Design, what up, bro? What up, JC? And Scotty Boy, what up, what up? Yeah, what up, Scotty Too Hattie? So I left, I, I gave some of my thoughts in my running back start and sit video um, today. Make sure you go check that out. So I'll let you, uh, I'll let you take the meat off this bone, Bogart, and talk a little bit about Dalvin Cook. Um, you know he might, you know he might be a guy that we don't need to worry about until like, until that day of. Like, just be prepared. But if he plays, you're obviously going to play him because I feel like this is partially maintenance. He did come back in the game multiple times after leaving multiple times, and this, I mean, Wednesday. Didn't really scare me today. I would be worried a little bit, but for all we know, he's getting his dreads done. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I've, you know, and, and Alexander Madison sucks. So I, I wouldn't even, I probably wouldn't even necessarily go that route. And if you don't have Alexander Madison being the cook guy, you know what I mean? Just, you know, maybe, maybe a Cordero Patterson's out there or some, or, or even, you know, uh, who else is out there? A good, a, a good streaming. Well, no, there's there's no real streaming options at running back, right? It's kind of tough. Cordell Patterson, yeah. I mean, I think I mean, and you and you had to have already have gotten him. He's probably gone yeah. in a bunch of places. Yeah, yeah, but Taco. Uh, hey, yo, 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 what is what up, Taco? Dude, I'd say though, I have been seeing a lot of Dalvin Cook trades being made. And that's already insane to me because Dalvin Cook should never be a person that you're trading away. Trading for, awesome. Because this is probably the time to do it. And that's what I that's how I would approach this right now. So wait, how y'all feeling about Zeke? Because I remember week one, I was like, sound the alarm, sound the alarm. And now week two, I think um, is it like that dog meme where like it's all like burning around him and he's like, it's fine. Like, is that how Zeke owners feel right now? I mean, I mean, they switch. Well, I mean, I think that all Zeke owners are probably like panicking like hell, especially if they don't have Pollard. If you have Pollard, you know, you're sitting yeah. good in the hood. But I feel like, as a, as a Zeke uh, manager myself, I feel like I'm not going to go crazy and panic after the first two weeks because let's remember that every single defense already knows that Zeke's the man. They're going to scheme against him. They're not expecting Pollard, you know, to get a bunch of work out of the backfield. So the 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 pressure just isn't there when Pollard was coming in the game. So if you're a Zeke manager, don't stress. But yeah, then here's my question to you: Does the the more more plays and more opportunities for Pollard lower your overall expectations of Zeke and what you're expecting for the rest of the season? Is he still? in your eyes, that top five running back, or has he taken a tier step back considering that it looks like Tony Pollard is going to be here to stay and he's going to be getting almost, you know, 60, 40 on touches. I, I'm not worried about Zeke. I still think he has top five potential, especially when you look at the landscape of the league, like say Dalvin cook does miss some time, you know, say Saquon doesn't really get on track for the next couple of weeks. Like where they're already getting behind the ball as far as their, their yardage total. Mm -hmm. And as long as Zeke is, is steady Eddie, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's he's more than likely going to finish in the top five. I mean, it is an offense that can move the ball. He finally started – he finally put a TD on the, on, on the board, right? I mean, and Tony Pollard, to me, I think for Zeke owners, we should love that he actually exists for the fact that we want 
a 16, a 17 week stretch of a healthy Zeke. You know what I mean? Like I would much rather have a 17 week healthy Zeke than him get, you know, a, you who, know would you, who would you rather have for the rest of the season? Henderson uh, from the Rams or Zeke from the Cowboys? Zeke. I, yeah, I'd rather have Zeke. I mean, this Henderson's the, already hurt. This you're the Henderson truther, bro. No, no well, I mean, I'm going to put Henderson is, over Zeke. His, his workload percentage right now is ridiculous. He's probably yeah, one of the of biggest the workload, world workload of, of them all. And when you factor in that he catches passes as well, I mean, mm-hmm. currently sitting in PPR type settings, he's what a top fifteen, top twelve back already. Well, but, but consi- currently, well, consider this: even even with when Cam Akers was healthy, I mean, I think seventy six percent of the snaps was like his peak, and like he averaged like seventy two percent in those games that he was starting. So Sony Michelle, as he gets more and more acclimated, you know, what I mean, we're we're gonna see that ninety percent snap. What's up? I was going to say this week's a big test because of the, the yeah. rib injury. Oh, yeah. And, like, I mean, maybe they give him a flak jacket. It's, and and, and no. it does suck because we 100% have to assume that if he plays, it's going to be closer to, like, a 60-40 yep. timeshare. You know what I'm saying? And Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll still be in, in Henderson's favor, I believe. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're going to bang him around in the, in, in the red zone, you know what I'm saying – we're in week three now. You know, Sony Michelle's probably more acclimated to the to the uh, to the protections and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He might get in some of these goal line uh, opportunities now. And like you know, like I said, you don't want to bang around your guy who already has a a, a rib injury. You know what yeah. I mean? So it might be easy with him for the next couple of weeks at yeah. the very least. And that's another perfect example of like a seventeen week stretch. We should be we shouldn't be surprised with time with you know more timeshares whether or not. I mean, if you don't have Cook or Henry or Mixon, uh, help CMC. me out here. CMC. I mean, what? There's not really any other guy. You can't even put Zeke in that mix. Like, so if you don't have those four guys, oh, Alvin Kamara. So there, there goes theoretically. Even Kamara last week. Even Kamara with the volume last week still was like non-existent. And you figured with them being behind, he would get more pass ca- catches, but. The Jameis win trend of not really targeting the running back seems yeah. to be prevailing because I don't see Kamara hitting those eight, nine, even seven catch games that he's used to. Okay, you, do you think people would hit the panic button at at all with Kamara right now? No, I was panicking. Come on, man! Before the you, see, you throw that whole game out the window, like game yeah. script and everything, totally gets thrown out the window. He's, he's a game- pass catching running back. Game script actually favored him with them being down, but but you he should have gotten passes. But you just said it though; it's, it's not Drew Brees anymore. Who is That's who true. is the guy that would check that, it down? See, to me, like I, I knew Kamara had to be a, a top guy, but I was iffy on him. That's why, like I said, I like the back half of the draft this year because you were put in situations when you're getting like a fucking um, Kelsey Chubb. or a Hill or like Chubb. one of these certified guys at another position because the running backs, bro, they're all sketch. Well, let me let me, um. And this is the last thing before I move on. At least with Kamara, I don't. Whatever their game plan was, I'm sure it wasn't to give Kamara 12 touches, and that was it. Right. He yeah. had the most rushes. He had eight, and he had the most receptions. He had four. So he literally did the most on a team that literally just got the shit beat out of them. Yeah. There's no game plan for that. Everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the face, like my man <laughs> Mike Tyson says, and they got punched in the face over and over by Sam Darnold. 
<laughs> the Terminator. All right, let's get back. Let's get back into some more news here. So for the Colts, Carson Wentz, it's looking more and more likely that he's not going to play. Uh, tomorrow's practice will tell us pretty much everything that we need to know. Brett Hundley took a majority of the snaps uh, with the starters. So even though Jacob Eason is like the guy who we've been hearing about, Brett Hundley at least at practice was taking the, the starter reps, and the coach said that both of them will be in the game if Carson Wentz doesn't play. Taco, what's your thoughts on that and the Colts' uh, shit show? I mean, honestly, I, I'm just feeding all Colts, Colts and low-key, I'm – I'm hoping that the defense can survive because, man, this was a great defense that a lot of people were coming in expecting some things from. And, you know, you might be dropping them early just because this offense is not going to give them anything to work with. It's just a lot of bad situations and no room for error. Um, at the end of the day, I think Jonathan Taylor still becomes, you know, that must-start guy. Naheem Himes, I think, is going to be a certified guy. Um, Pittman, his values in flux. I mean, we don't really know what's going to go on with any of these quarterbacks and if they can actually make the proper reads to – you know, be successful. But when you see guys like Heineke, uh, you kind of get a little bit of uh, of a uh, I don't know hope, a glimmer of hope. I, I hope Bogey. it's Brett Hundley. I definitely Bogey. hope it's Brett Hundley for for fantasy sake oh, because yeah. at least like you know we've seen him with Green Bay and make that those fantasy pieces still viable during that stretch with Aaron Rodgers down back in 2017. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Anyway, it wasn't like I mean look at. I think that was probably the biggest season that Devontae Adams had prior to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was like his first double-digit touchdown joint. So maybe maybe Pittman is is okay. But outside of Taylor, I'm not comfortable starting anyone. And I don't have any Taylor because I just went in the year like not you know not liking the situation as much as as a and it's, and maybe it was an ADP thing. But I think DFS I'd look at all these guys just because that's probably where I'd look at them only. And Bogey, we've talked about the defense before. Why, why don't you tell everybody why the Colts' defense has taken a step back, at least in the first yeah. two weeks? Well, I mean, it's definitely their secondary corner, Xavier Rhodes, not being around. So that's just a glaring hole that offensive coordinators are going to see. That's where we attack. You know what I mean? I mean, this past couple weeks, you know, that, that's what's been happening. And, and, and there are big names that are tearing them up. Tyler Lockett, you know, uh, Cooper Cup. You know what I'm saying? Now, Julio Jones is the second option. You know what I mean? Or even A.J. Brown. Like, if you make the mistake of, 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 uh, of you know, putting your secondary coverage on either of these guys, it's, it's pick your poison, man. So, and I, really big game for the Titans. You know what I mean? The, the, they're going above 500 this week. Yep. I mean, shit, man. Uh, Trav- uh, Derrick Henry might come out and catch, like, another eight balls this week, you know? Yeah, he already has – what does he have? He has 10 targets on the season so far, and Bro. he had 31 in the entire season last year. <laughs> he, he He's, he's going to get more catches than Kamara this year. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! 
Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. <laughs> yeah, right. That would be wild. What if, what if, uh, th- th- this isn't the what if show, but what if Derrick Henry flirts with 40 receptions, not targets, 40 receptions on the wow. season? That would be wild. I mean, he's, I mean, look at Dalvin Cook. If Dalvin Cook misses one game and, and messes up his game pace, Derrick Henry is, is coming for that number one spot. He is the king. Bro, he's even taking CMC's job. He said, nah, I catch too. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that was awesome, though. That, like, because there was some, like, a whole ass series in week one where there just was no Derrick Henry and it was Jeremy McNichols, right? Yep. And then, like, they stopped fooling around with that real fast. Yep. They were like, and I, you know, yes, I think the targets were due also, to game script. They also were getting their asses beat in that exactly. game, too. The game script. So, like, yeah. but you know what, though? You know what's great they to me? Beat they, by they, Seattle too. Like, they said, fuck it. You're, you're one of our best players. Get the shit on the field. <laughs> I'm going to throw you the ball, and you're going to do work. Because he had a catch that went for, like, what, 40 or, or 60 yards for a touchdown on a reception? Yeah. He was just like, nah, fam, I got this. You just got to get me the ball. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like Billy. If you guys remember Varsity Blues, shout out to the 90s uh, culture. Yeah. He's like Billy Bob when he's catching passes out there. You just get so nervous when the ball gets thrown because mm-hmm. you know it's like less than a 50% chance that he catches it. But mm-hmm. we'll see. Maybe he worked on that in the offseason. Who knows? All right, let's switch over to the uh, to the Cowboys real quick since we were talking about Pollard. And this might go into uh, Taco's Pollard, uh, you know, truther status here. Amari Cooper limited in practice with those bruised ribs. If Amari is not a hundred percent go, it definitely opens up the room for a guy like Pollard to get in more again. Oh yeah. I mean, already Pollard is out producing Zeke. So, I mean, if we're looking at it, Pollard is becoming almost the, the favorite back now. It's still early. You got to see how everything shakes out, but so far he looks like the better player. So it was a 50, 50 split in touches this past week, but it was a 70, 30, snap share yeah that and you know they were on the field a number of times at the same time so we probably see that uh, again Mm -hmm. with there's no cooper you know i mean now now they could and and um, this for reality purposes this is great for the cowboys because now you you could have zeke in the backfield and then move pollard around and Mm -hmm. just he's a mismatch you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. yeah and and like i mean it's a division matchup Mm-hmm. I, I kind of expect a lower scoring game. This, this, the, these two teams always, they either blow, they either like run up the score or they, it's a, it's a really bad game. And like the way I know you watch, teams- I know you watch the Eagles really close. Sorry to cut you off last week. Yeah. So when it gets the Niners, Eagles defense is stepping it up now compared to last yeah. year, right? That's what I'm saying. And like mm-hmm. they, their, their glaring hole is at their secondary mm-hmm. on the opposite of Slay because Slay has actually been showing yeah. up for two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be <clears throat> interesting to see if uh, the Cowboys can really just keep up this offense because Dak so far has been, you know, keeping it up. The running game has been good, but with no Cooper, no Gallup, now nah, can you start crowding the box a little bit more? 
because you don't have to worry about, you know, having to really cover anyone other than Lamb on the outside. But I mean, you know, but then also, you know, Cedric Willis, Cedric, hey, Mr. Wilson, or yeah, yeah. no, Cedric Willis, yeah, that's right. That no, Wilson, you're right. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. So Cedric, hey, Mr. Wilson, he is a guy that like he he's a field stretcher, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there that's the guy that's probably gonna go unaccounted for on a big splash play down the field, if mm-hmm. you ask me, you know what I mean? Because they're they're definitely gonna be keeping an eye on a guy like Pollard. They're they're gonna be keeping mm-hmm. they're gonna keep Darius Slay on on CD Lamb if there's mm-hmm. no Cooper and and if and I I I well, I would put money Cooper plays. This is just Cooper doing Cooper things. You know what I mean? I mean, you can't fix those bruised ribs, you know. So yeah. I mean, it's just it But he's it also not a running he's also not a running back and he could just exist to play decoy. You know what I mean? When, and he was limited in practice. It's not like he didn't play. He I mean, didn't practice. He was limited in practice. So, he was out. Listen, if I'm a Zeke owner, I want Cooper to play. I want those open oh, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. How about we switch it up to the Giants now? All right. So Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay, they they used in quotes extremely limited in practice today, and they made sure to talk about Kenny Galladay's hip issue. And uh, the coach wanted to make sure to tell everybody it's not tied to last year's hip issue. Talk He's about like, resident Giants guy. Let's hear yeah. it. Well, honestly, it, it's going to be like, what, 10 days? Uh, for, they played Thursday last week, and they'll play on Sunday this coming week. So with them having 10 days off and everyone playing, um, it just seems like this is more of injury report manipulation in order to get your guys some extra rest and make sure that your superstars are ready to go. I think Kenny Galladay and Saquon Barkley will probably be available and active this Sunday, and I think at this point, are you I'm, extremely sure? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard anything to make me perk up my ears and be like, "Whoa!" Um, but then again, you know, nowadays the pa- the the Giants are running like the old school Patriots. They're very secretive. Everything is behind closed doors. You don't even know what's going on. So, didn't Joe we'll Judge see. come from? Isn't yes. he from yes, the, he the Belichick-esque or uh, Elk? Yeah, he was um, a special special teams coordinator, a coach for Belichick, and yeah. he also had a tenure under Nick Saban. So, like, this dude's been under two of the biggest badasses in football. So, um, you have to believe that he knows to play a coach to the best. And you know, we're not gonna ha- we're not gonna ask you, Taco, about how Barkley is gonna do. We're gonna get an unbiased opinion from Bogart. <laughs> Going up against the Falcons, what, what what can we expect from Barkley? You think he's going to be limited? How do you think he's going to do for the Barkley managers out there? I think when they say extremely limited, it's uh, it, it this was like the this was the mini bye week, and uh, all things considered, they don't you know when is their bye week? Their actual bye week, right? Because like I'm, I'm bringing this up to say this was an opportunity for them to get both their guys coming off an of injury to get as much rest as possible. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, if we said extreme week 10, so it's a long stretch. So they love that. They have this little mini bye week right here. Mm-hmm. And there, I think Kenny Galladay is the one I would worry more about a workload or even a target market share because it's Danny Dimes throwing him the ball. And he seems to just be favoring like Kenny G exists right now to take away whoever's number one coverage. You know what I mean? Until defensive yep. coordinators, they go, oh, you know what? He's not even his hit. He has a bad, a bad hit, bro. And, oh, but they said it wasn't the hit from last year. Well, but you know what? Maybe it's the other hip. Hmm. That's not good. <laughs> so you mean yeah. tell me, yeah, you might have two bad hips. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah. 
let's out. rapid fire. Let's rapid fire these last couple things. And mm-hmm. then uh, Lil Uzi Burt, we got the stum. We got the live stream coming up in like an hour and a half, uh, taking on the question. So make sure you are back here for that one. Yeah, and I think Saquon is going to have a big game. It's, it's, it's the Dirty Birds. They suck. I think so, too. Listen, if we can't beat the Dirty Birds, there's a fucking problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, boys. I got I to gotta head out real quick. Sounds good, Taco. All right, my guy, Taco. Later, brother. Peace yep. out. Have a good one, bro. All right, so Antonio Gibson uh, is fine, according to Ron Rivera. Full go at practice. Boom. Don't you love how 24 hours ago you could have maybe traded for him? Now you can't. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, that, that's the way that things go. And who do they play this week? They, they play got, the Bills. The Bills. I mean, that's going to yeah. be a tough game either way. We'll, we'll like see what Gibson, we'll see what Gibson I like, does. I like JD. I think JD's in play again this week. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. Now, switching over to Baltimore. Lamar Jackson not seen at practice during the open media. He might have been taking a big dump. It could be, right? You know, when you got to go, you got to go, man. <laughs> he, didn't get hurt. he didn't get hurt in the game on uh, on uh, Sunday, did he? Nah. I mean, but it's, it, he is a running quarterback. So, like, but he was so well, my bag, I cut you off. So they said that he just wasn't there or what, what, what was not the seen. exact? Not, not seen. seen. That, that was it. That was the specific uh, terminology. Well, he, he's very elusive. I mean, sometimes <laughs> on the field, I'm like, oh, where'd he go? Oh, he's over there now. So <laughs> maybe they just didn't see him, but this is no cause for concern. Yeah. T Higgins, not suited up for practice today. So uh, amongst the Bengals wide receivers, the pecking order that I have them in, at least as of the first two weeks, I think Boyd is number one, Chase is number two, and Higgins is number three. That's not the depth chart. I think that's just like safety nets. It's it's just the target market share that you've been seeing, right? Yeah. And Higgins, he's he's been in the middle, like each game. Like first game, Boyd did bad. You know, and Higgins did was like the number two and Chase was number one. Then this past game, it was like flipped around where Chase was number three. Boyd was number one. Higgins was number two. Higgins has been getting hurt, though. Like every single week, he's been getting hurt. Yeah. And he's day to day. And then now not suited up not for practice suited. on a Thursday. I, I, yeah, I would, I would be prepared to find someone else in this case. Like if, you know what I mean? If, you, if you're a Higgins rosterer, just, you know, have, have another game plan. It also is a bad matchup, you know, quote unquote. You know what I mean? They're playing the Steelers. And the Steelers, you know, this is a, a nice bounce back spot for them. And um, I, being a Chase guy, I like this for Chase, man, because I, I think like what's been happening with Higgins, I know they played the Vikings and the Bears, and it's like, okay, well, who do they have a notable number one corner? I couldn't tell you, but I guarantee their number one corner was on Higgins in these games. For you know sure. I mean? yeah. yeah. Higgins, what to officially start the season, he was number one. On the depth yeah. chart, they switched it around. Like Tyler Boyd was like number one throughout the preseason and stuff, and then they switched it like mm-hmm. right before the game. And I feel like in a game like this, if TJ Watt is out, maybe that changes some things. But with the pass rush that the Steelers bring, I feel like a guy like Tyler Boyd, who's a little bit more in the short and intermediate game, you know, over the middle, yeah. I think he's going to be a little bit more in play than the other two. The hot read. Yep, gotta love the hot read. Oh, yeah. You already know. And then last piece of news before we get out of here. Josh Jacobs. So he is practicing with one of the red non-contact jerseys, though. We know the Raiders are getting a rep for, you know, not wearing pads and all that kind of stuff. But everyone else was wearing pads. But Jacobs, uh, he was wearing that don't touch me shirt. Yeah. um, 
they got the Dolphins. I mean, I I think they don't play Jacobs this week. Like, you know, getting them in there right now could be just for your opposing team to be like, oh shit, we got a game plan for Jacobs now. You know what I mean? Right? No, non-contact. Like you go from everything's hurt last week. Now you're not. Then you're you're a DMP. And then now you're wearing a non-contact. And I was that's just to get a walkthrough in. Like you know what I mean? Like if he plays extremely limited touch touches, you know what I mean? It's also a great defense uh, with the Dolphins. I, I just and then you add the fact that and I just I hate Josh Jacobs. This just this is just this just makes me right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not touching. I mean, even if Jacobs plays, I, I don't want to play him. I mean, if there's anybody that I would play, it might be Drake, and just because he's the one who gets the catches. And last week, I think he had four receptions. They're gonna. Dolphins are gonna be bringing it. They're already gonna yeah. be down their main quarterback. You already know this is gonna be like a ground and pound game. And yeah, it's gonna be a really defense. Both really sides. slow, methodical defense. And I do want to add, I do like Drake. Because it's a revenge narrative, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, and you yeah. already know, like Drake, he he showed those flashes in Miami, but I believe that was the coaching regime that was uh, treating their nose, you know, mm-hmm. before every game when they were game planning and oh, everything. Yeah. So I'd be I a mean, little pissed if I was Drake too. I mean, Adam Gaze, you know what's funny? Remember, it was literally the line coach. Remember <laughs> yeah. that he was the the line coach, and you know he was coaching some lines for show, and then Adam Gaze. <laughs> I had a theory that Adam Gaze was not the coach for the Jets after Miami. He was a Coke mule and, a, and New York's biggest distro because he had this cartel connection from his ties in Miami. And if you look at Adam Gaze, he's on one for life. <laughs> hey, your version is definitely better. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, we are, we are out of here. We're getting out of here right now. Short show for today. We'll be back tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific. And then we got the Start and Sit live streams coming up in an hour and a half. And uh, so, yeah, get all those questions in before Thursday night football. Then we got another one on Saturday midday and then another one on Sunday uh, pre-gaming it up. Oh, yeah. And uh, everybody remember, I mean, this is we're going back to Fantasy 101. You got players tonight. Put them in their actual positions. Get them up out of your flex. You know what I mean? And uh, just make sure you're doing things the right way. Yeah, don't play them in your flex. You need the availability if anything happens, because especially with all this COVID stuff going on, you just never know what's going to happen. Be smart out there. We'll see you guys on the live stream in a few hours. Peace. Peace